Hello everybody and thank you for joining me for this new episode of The Daily Optimist. Today is Monday the 7th of June. It is the start of a new week and uh, it is some deep summer weather that we've had over the weekend here in the northeast of the U.S. I hope you were able to enjoy, spend some time at the beach if that's your thing. Um, If that's not your thing, it's not really mine. I I live close enough to a beach, but I've never really been a huge beach person. Maybe my mother will say different when I was a kid. But since I can recall, I've never been a huge beach person. Um, But some people, that's your thing. So I hope if if it is your thing, you were able to get there and enjoy your time on the beach. Um, That's not the only way to enjoy summer weather. You know, I grilled last night, which is a fun way for me to enjoy. I just got myself a new bike, actually. I haven't ridden a bike in 10 years. Uh, Really? Maybe longer. Maybe 15 years, now that I think about it. And um, I decided, you know, I have a, a little sciatica problem when I go running to do exercise. So I finally realized I need to get a bike. So I did that and I went for my first real bike ride this morning and it was good, it was fun, it was different and I look forward to doing more of it. Um, My legs are a little bit tired currently but it was good for me to, to find a new way. So that's what it's all about, finding new ways to invigorate yourself. Um, you know, whether it's a morning bike ride, a morning run, a cup of coffee, a new, a good book, a TV show, whatever it is for you, doesn't have to be the same for everybody else, but always find ways to invigorate yourself, challenge yourself in different ways, and you'll be surprised at how you feel, how you think, and where you want to go next. All right, so keep challenging yourself in positive ways. So, it's time for us to get to it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. My name, of course, is Elijah Manning, and you are listening to The Daily Optimist. My first news story today comes from Pakistan, and um, in Pakistan they had a train accident. Um... That is terrible. There's been at least 45 people uh, that that have been, um, I guess, known uh, casualties. 45 people that uh, they know of that have died. More than 100 were injured. Uh, they spent the day uh, working through the the uh, the crash itself. You know, with the car train cars that were. Um, crumpled they they worked through the night they brought in you know light machinery to help uh them be able to see they had to use heavy machinery to cut open some cars um so right now it appears that one of the driver no both drivers are alive uh so what happened is one of the trains they say derailed and the other train did not know that there was a derailed train and uh, was not able to stop in time without crashing into them. So that is what happened. Uh, they say there were a total of like just over a thousand people, I believe, on the train when it happened. 
Uh, of course, they're going to be investigating, but first, uh, it comes to saving lives and finding people. Um, so they're, they're still working on that at the time of uh, this n news article that I'm reading from ABC News. And, um, you know, they the drivers obviously are going to be um, interviewed to find out what happened. Um, I don't think interview is the right word for that, but they will be talked to with investigated, I guess, is the word, even if they're not at fault. We don't know at the moment. Um, so there's a report that a passenger who was on the train, he witnessed um, the, the train prior to being worked on. And uh, it, they were told everything was fine. But uh, who knows? Who knows really what happened? Uh, there's also, uh, I guess, a history of uh, poorly maintained signal system and aging tracks in uh, Pakistan as well. So I certainly hope that they put um, money into that infrastructure um, to, to help avoid any type of this catastrophe again. Uh, I don't know you know the monetary situation in pakistan like how much the government has to put into this um so if you do know maybe you can enlighten me all i know is that there have been people that have died and they are still working to um find remaining people hopefully um hopefully they found and it's all the number stays at 45 but I don't know if that's going to be the thing. So again, they're going to be um, investigating. They don't know if it was just happenstance or the tracks, the uh, trains not being able to stop, or if there was some sabotage involved. Hopefully they get to the bottom of it. All right, my uh, next news story comes from uh, the U.S., and I'm reading it from NBC News, although I could have found it everywhere. And it is about um, specifically Joe Manchin and he his deciding um, to say no to the For the People Act. So his biggest re so the For the People Act, um, which is a, a big piece of legislation. Uh, that is looking to um, bolster voting rights throughout the the nation, and they say it's a massive elections and ethics reform package Democrats have proposed. It passed through the House, and now it's um, hasn't yet been voted on the Senate. But if you pay attention to any politics, um, it is basically split fifty fifty. Democrats technically have the the lead, but they would need all. I mean, it's fifty forty nine rather. So Democrats have the lead, but they would need all fifty to vote for. Uh, it's also looking to get rid of the filibuster, which is a long held uh, piece of slowing progress within the Senate, which is where you need sixty votes instead of 50 votes to pass legislation um there's there's it has more intricacies but a lot of it has to do with with that and 
part of uh, Manchin's reasoning for not voting for this For the People Act is because he doesn't want the filibuster to end. Um, and he says, again, this is he said this on Fox News on Sunday, it's the wrong piece of legislation to bring our country together and unite our country, and I'm not supporting that because I think it would divide us more. I don't want to be in a country that's divided any further. Well, what's interesting about that is by not voting for this, it's allowing states to continue to uh, divide their voting. It's already been happening, and roughly 20 states have been working on it since uh, former president, uh, twice impeached, uh, Donald Trump lost, and you know he, he did the big lie. There have, have been states that are working to actively use voter suppression. They're not calling it that, but it's making it more difficult for people to vote. And a lot of that is along um, racial lines. So this piece of legislation would make um, the federal government, it would allow the federal government to review discriminatory voting laws. It would also make, um, it would require states to offer at least 15 days of early voting, universal access to mail-in voting, same-day registration for federal races. It would also make Election Day a national holiday. So those are positives. And um, like I said, now they're trying to do, individual states are trying to uh, make it more difficult to have voting access all because of the big lie so that the Republicans have a greater chance of winning um, in those states than they did obviously when they lost in 2020. So this is a really, really important piece of legislation that he is deciding to draw a line in the sand on. Representative Mondaire Jones, from, uh, he's a Democrat from New York, tweeted, Manchin's op-ed might as well be titled, While I'll Vote to Preserve Jim Crow. Yes, because he also wrote an op-ed basically saying he's not going to vote for it and his reasons why. Um, a representative from Wisconsin, Mark Pocan, and I could be mispronouncing his name, said, We didn't need an op-ed to know you were unwilling to protect our democracy. Representative Veronica Escobar from Texas, Democrat, said um, she can't understand uh, the Dems contributing to the demise by failing to respond urgently to voter suppression laws happening in states like like hers, or like mine, she said. Um, an independent senator from Maine um, doesn't agree with all of it, but you know he, he, he is not for eliminating the filibuster. But he basically said, if it come, he said, but if it comes down to voting rights and the rights of Americans to go to the polls and select their leader versus the filibuster, I will choose democracy. Um, so that is what's happening. You know, we're trying to get make it easier to vote, while Joe Manchin decides that he won't allow that to happen. So, if you live in West Virginia and uh, you support voting, make phone calls. Heck, if you don't even live in West Virginia, make phone calls. Let this senator know how you feel.
Alright, time to switch to some positive news. I'll be back shortly. My first positive news story comes from um, a wildlife conservation law in uh, Bangladesh. So, there's uh, this is according to the goodnewsnetwork.org. There has been a um, poacher who has been killing Bengal tigers for 20 years, or they've been pursuing him for 20 years. And they finally captured him. His uh, nickname is Tiger Habib. Um, And like I said, he's been on the run. So the article says, The 50-year-old has been on the run for 20 years and is suspecting of hunting and killing dozens of Bengal tigers that live and swim in the local mangrove forest containing one of the world's largest population of the Bengal tiger. Um, What happened is they, they really cracked down on it. And a 2019 study by Bangladesh Forest Department found a total of 114 Bengal tigers living in the uh, Sundarbans area, which is a UNESCO heritage site. And it, that number is up 7% from the, the record low in 2015. Um, so that is great. They were able to, to capture him, and he will be able to poach tigers no more in that area. So excellent work done by them. 20 years worth of work coming down to this. And they finally got him. Alright, my second positive news story comes from uh, CBS News. And it is in Texas. So a bakery in Texas called Confections. uh, They announced last week that they were going to be making a cookie to celebrate Pride Month. Alright, so it was a rainbow uh, cookie and the uh, what happened is of course it led to hate messages and canceled orders so they uh, the company put out on Facebook today has been hard really hard we lost a significant amount of followers because of a rainbow heart cookie we posted we received a very hateful message on our business page canceling a large order of five dozen of summer-themed cookies for tomorrow morning that we just finished decorating because of a rainbow heart cookie we posted. So, that is uh, pretty, pretty terrible. Um, However, the good news is what happened after that is they started to get messages of support from across the U.S., including from Mark Cuban's brother, Brian, who reached out to the company and donated... Uh, to buy cookies and have them donated to the LGBTQ charities and other nonprofits. Um, so he said, When things slow down a bit, let us know if, if shipping is possible. I'd like to support you. If shipping is impossible, I'll buy some by phone or email and you can donate my cookies to a local LGBTQ organization or children's charity. They have they sold out of cookies that day. Um, you know, people were lining up to buy. They... They, they said they ran out of the entire inventory. People were just saying, hey, look, I'll just make a donation, even though you have nothing left to, to give me. Um, they Again, on Saturday, they sold out as well. So, like I said, they were just 
saying we'll donate. Um, the co-owner, Miranda Dolder, um, said that they were going to donate um, to an animal, a local animal rescue, the money that people were bringing in. So they did. They were able to donate six hundred dollars for a blue collar mutts rescue. Um, and according to this article from Yahoo News, this is what I'm reading. I forgot to. Uh, it's uh, CBS News, but uh, I found it on Yahoo. Um, it says the bakery plans on creating a donation schedule to send cookies to nursing homes and charities after Father's Day. So the community rallied around, and even larger than just the uh, community within Texas, it was able to reach uh, a much wider audience and show again that um, hatred is not going to win the day. All right? Just because you hate a, a specific group of people does not mean everybody does. And that's going to bring me to my positive step uh, thought for the day. And I want you to think about inclusion. Yep, inclusion. And I've probably said this before since, you know, this is a big part of uh, things I do and work towards. And what does inclusion actually mean to you? What does it mean to include people or include, uh, you know, others that you would normally call others? Is uh, I'm doing air quotes, but this is podcast, so you don't see that. Um, so when you when you uh, think of inclusion, I want you to think about that story. You know, they were making a rainbow cookie to celebrate Pride Month, which of course is the month of June, but should be celebrated all the time. You know. It shouldn't have to be relegated to a month. We should be able to celebrate LGBTQ people all the time. Get them more equitable and just for them. Nonetheless, we still have Pride Month, which just helps shine a light on it for now. Hopefully that will not be a thing at some point. Only because it means that we're always celebrating the fact that there's differences. We have included it, and it is inclusive to our society. It is inclusive to our civil rights and uh we don't we no longer have to other people that is inclusion and in your life what are you doing to make sure your life is inclusive and you where you work if you own the business who you work with what does it mean to include people how do you how do you show others that you they are included how can you do that? It's really important. So my quote today is going to come from Melody Hobson. She is a, an American businesswoman, and she is a president and co-CEO of Ariel Investments, chairwoman of Starbucks. She is former chairwoman of DreamWorks as well. All right, so her quote goes like this. I believe in civility, inclusion, and diversity. I believe that everybody can contribute. I don't believe in labeling and stereotypes. These things are the antithesis of what I believe in and go against everything I love in America. And I do love America. One more time. I believe in civility, inclusion, and diversity. I believe that everybody can contribute. I don't believe in labeling and stereotypes. These things are the antithesis of what I believe in 
and go against everything I love in America. And I do love America. And much as I said about, you know, Joe Manchin um, not um, wanting to vote to make it easier, uh, not wanting to, yeah, vote on, on the legislation and help it pass to, to make it easier to vote in the U.S., you know, that would be a good way to be more inclusive. Making it easier for everybody to vote, not harder, which uh, many states are trying to do, like I said, especially along racial lines. America has a system still of uh, racism and um, bigotry and prejudice. And and while we do have m many advancements and, and things, and we uh, like to portray ourselves as leaders, well, we have still have a lot of work to do. And James Baldwin, I believe, uh, said... And I'm going to just paraphrase his quote uh, about America, and it's because he loves America. That is exactly why he can criticize her. And this is much of what Melody Hobson is saying. By not including and not having diversity and not having civility, that goes against everything she loves in America. And she does love America. And so do I. And it's for those reasons that I want... Civility, inclusion, and diversity to, to be greater. Because I love America, I wanted to do better. And I want to do better myself. And I hope that all of you want to do better as well. And no matter where you are, how can you help push forward into inclusion? You got it. I know you do. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Daily Optimist. I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. I hope you uh, have a good rest of your day. I'll be back with you again tomorrow, and we'll have a new episode. All right. Keep pushing, everybody. There's always work to be done. In the meantime, please rate, subscribe, and share. Rate so that other people can find it. Subscribe so you never miss it. And share with anybody who needs a little positivity and optimism in their day. And leave a comment, too. Let others know why you enjoy all right. Hey, if you don't like, let others know why you don't like. Tell them. Let them decide for themselves. I'm okay with that. You're entitled to your opinion. I have mine. I share mine. You can share yours. All right, everyone. Until next time, everybody, please be well. <laughs>